What is up, all my party people, all the folks of the internet? How are you guys doing today? Well, you know, if you're listening to this right now, you know what's happening. You know what's going on. It's the Ask Your Cousin Podcast. Give yourselves a round of a... Oh, God. Wait a minute. I can't do a round of applause because I ain't got no... I ain't got no claws. They're little nubbies. But, hey, neither the list. I'm grateful to still have fingers, all 10. Okay? Because there's some people... You know what? That sounded a little insane. Either way, I got all of them. Okay? But let's get it popping, you guys. So, of course, as you know, it's your favorite cousin. You know you need it. I know I'm your favorite. Lady Painting 90 on TikTok. Make sure you follow your girl there. And also, Lady Painting underscore MUA on the ground, darling. Now, we got another cousin that then sent in an entry. And look, y'all. Y'all got to bear with me. Okay? Your girl is trying to make it do what it do when she do what she does. Okay? So, my schedule is a little hectic, I'm not going to lie, between work, juggling everything and all that. I promise I'm going to do better about getting the podcast episodes out there so y'all can talk about me in the car or at home or whatever you're doing. Just know I know you're talking about my ass. But let's get it, shall we? All right, so this email comes in from one of our cousins, Julie. She says, how do I see my toxic family list? I already feel like I know where this is going. Let us pray about it. Amen. Okay. So here she goes. Our cousin Julie says, my husband and I are in a beautiful and loving relationship and have a gorgeous five-month-old daughter. Oh, congratulations, Sugarfoot. She said, we both come from a difficult upbringing with parents that were neglecting and toxic. But we still go to holidays and family events. Yet, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of my parents who drink. Ooh, goddamn. She said, I'm tired of my parents who drink too much and or say dumb stuff. I'm tired of his parents because they are racist, homophobic, and fat. Oh, hell no. Baby, pick a struggle. She said, because they are racist, homophobic, fatphobic. Which is very hurtful to me because I'm a big girl. Girl, I know you damn lying. That don't make no damn sense. They trifling. I'm going to continue reading. Obviously, everyone wants to see our daughter more. So they keep inviting us to dinners or weekends in their house. Both of our families do. But how can I, in a subtle way, say no more? Do I lie? Make excuses? Should I be honest? I don't hate anyone. I just want to see them less because sometimes... Their words and actions just hurt me or rub me the wrong way. God damn, that felt that um that felt very reminiscent. Minus the racist, homophobic, and fat folk. Yeah, I I I wish a motherfucker would. Anyway, sorry, Julie cousin. I'm gonna say this with a a loving heart, and I say this with all sincerity and honesty. Girl, don't lie be a straight shooter go for the jugular and what i mean by this some people be like nah you gotta have a certain finesse they didn't have no finesse being racist homophobic and fat phobic so i don't think i need to have that much finesse telling them that i don't want to be around them like that here's what people kill me about right and i'm guilty of this right we get so what's the word i'm going to say what's what's really what how i want to how i want to phrase this right we get so worried about how available we are to the people that we feel that we are entitled to be available to. Ooh. Mm, the word that I just said. Let me rephrase that again. 
we hold ourselves to a certain accountability that is not required of us giving our time to people that are not even deserving of it. Let me say it like that. Okay. Just because that person holds a title in your life, just a name title, sometimes people don't live up to the title. That's just like when a person applies for a job and they really don't have the qualifications for that. I'm sorry, qualifications for that job. Family members can do the exact same thing. Just because on paper she your mama don't mean that her actions may look like your mama. Just because they say that they're your father, the qualifications, they, they are not meeting those as saying that they are your father. And, and the, the list can go on. Grandma, cousin, anybody can catch the smoke. Okay? Let me tell you something. If you don't give a damn about my feelings, I'm going to give less about yours. That's just that's just the truth. And I'm not saying that that's how the situation is. Uh, our cousin Julie here was very vague on some of the stuff. I'm pretty sure she was trying to, you know, keep her privacy, which we, we respect that over here. You know what I'm saying? Everything is anonymous, by the way. Okay? If you send in your stories, we just going to talk about it. We ain't going to put you on blast. Now, I'm your cousin. I'm always going to put you on blast, but that's beside the point. The point of what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, honey, you have to stand your ground, you and your husband both, because you have to be on a united front when you do this, because this is how you're going to know how you guys are going to handle problems going forward. I don't know how long you guys have been together. Um, I know you guys have a fresh, you know, a young baby. And a lot of times when you have conflict of families, that is the hardest situation sometimes for people to handle when it comes to being married, dealing with the in-laws, right? Because at the end of the day, in reality, you you didn't marry them. You married your partner. But they you have to also understand there comes a certain level of boundaries that have to be created with married couples. I don't I, I really hate when I see this a lot of times that us as women, I see this a lot. We become so indebted to the mother-in-laws or to the family because we want to be liked by them so badly because we love the person that we're with we want the person that they came from to love us right and so we create this unperceived notion that we always have to be available we always have to be accommodating we always have to put ourselves on the back burner even when we're uncomfortable in the environment that they have allowed us to enter into in their home right because let's be honest what you do at your house that's your business where I put my body is my business. So at the end of the day, if I don't want to get entangled into no no drama, no bad juju or energy, I'm not coming. I'm sorry. I'm not coming. And also, too, you have to think about something. You have a smaller person that is looking to you for guidance, looking to you for wisdom, looking to you for understanding. If they get around, let's, let's keep it a book, right? I hoped that I would never have to get to that day where the podcast would have to get to that because I'm going to be honest. I'm tired of the conversation of homophobia, um, racism, fat phobic. I'm tired of having to shine a light on such something that is been around forever, something that clearly is not going away because it continues to be taught and it continues to be acted out. And as a black woman that is also a part of that community, I call us the alphabet mafia because I'm a pansexual black woman. I ain't ashamed of that. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But what I'm saying is I'm tired of having to have a conversation for people that can use Google for free. You see what I'm saying? Educate yourself accordingly. And here's the thing that, that kills me with people. People willfully choose ignorance. You have blatant stupidity and stupidity is being unaware 
that means you are completely unaware completely well no actually no let me rephrase that sorry i said that wrong reverse ignorance is completely not knowing something and that's just because you're not aware of it you can be ignorant of a situation ignorant of a you know of a subject matter that's okay blatant stupidity is when you know better and you still choose to do otherwise even though you were been provided the information for you to actually know the ins and outs the truth the not truth the in-betweens and what kills me with people i have no sympathy for you when you choose to be choose to be stupid when you can clearly educate yourself on certain matters that are just they're they're taboo subjects to talk about especially unfortunately for people that are uh, allies in uh, in these you know lanes and they're having to educate people that choose to be choose to be stupid about certain situations including their their family members because here's my thing i can control what i digest right and so therefore if i was a parent i am not but in their case you can control what your child digests because at the end of the day let's be honest right Raising a child takes a village, but you also have to be conscientious of the people within your village that are helping you raise that child because you don't know what habits your child can pick up from other people that may not be habits that you want them to stay, right? And I think about stuff like that. Like the world has gotten so crazy, so on its ass that I I worry about the day that I ever get blessed to bring a child in this world. I mean, first and foremost, every time you turn around, somebody, you know, shooting up a place like as if there's a next music video, it's ridiculous. And I'm not saying that to be funny or to make light of a situation, but it's the reality of it. I mean, every time you turn around, there's some situation where somebody has gotten shot or there's a shooting or anything. It's becoming so redundant that you start to become numb to it, right? And even though I don't know how anybody could ever become numb to it, but you can because it happens so frequently, and most of the time now you'll hear, oh, there was another school shooting or there was another shooting at a grocery store. And you'll be like, what state? You don't even become shocked. You just ask, ask the question, what state? What city was it? And that's becomes the normalcy for a lot of people now. And so just the thing, you can't control what goes on outside your house, but you can control what goes on inside your house. And that's the reason why I choose to say, set those boundaries, stand by them, live in them wholeheartedly i don't know who needs to hear that if you're hearing this right now your boundaries are a right to you as an individual and as a person now here's gonna be the part for cousin julie that may be the tricky part right because let's say for example julie ain't got no problem setting the boundaries she's cool with it like everything's good but what if hubby has a problem with it what if he's not comfortable setting that tone with his family and having the conversation that needs to be had now you're at a cross path right and so now you're thinking to yourself okay wait a minute if you're uncomfortable and i'm uncomfortable and we love each other why would we allow each other to be in such an uncomfortable state that we know neither one of us want to be in that's the real reality and that's where you have growth or you have complacent some people will speak about growth but stay complacent and won't actually do the growth. It's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to be about it. Okay, let's, for example, let's take the podcast, right? I'm going to put myself on front street. I can do that. Let's do it, right? Right, right. I can't say that I want to do these things on social media, X, Y, Z, have the podcast, all that, and I'm not putting in the work to show what I actually say that I want. And that's the real reality of it. And that's me getting in my own ass because I need to do better. Because even though... 
The numbers may not be there. The number of listeners may not be there. All it takes is one person, one voice. There is no telling who could be listening to me right now. And what I'm saying is feeding into your soul, adding into your life. So it's not necessarily about the numbers. It's about the change that it can make with you doing what you're doing, especially if you have a good heart and you're doing it for the right reasons, right? And of course, naturally, who doesn't want to be able to do what they love full time? Of course, me, you know what I'm talking about. But even in still, knowing that I could possibly make it, who's to say that Julie can hear this right now? She'd be like, you know what? That's some real shit. Cousin, thank you. Girl, you welcome. Okay, let's just say what it is. But I don't want to put out the negative situation because it could be a flip side for Julie. Her and hubby, they could actually both agree, but then you need to sit down and figure out how you're going to go about it, right? So what I would do in that notion, and when you're in that type of situation, everybody needs to have a sit down. You may not be able to get all the parents together at one time, but hey, let's say, look, we're going to go to your parents' house on Saturday. We'll go to my parents' house on Sunday. Let's do dinner. Let's do lunch with them or do dinner with this with this family. And we're going to talk about it and we're going to put it out there and be what it is. Because here's the thing that I used to hate growing up. Every black person that is listening to this right now knows where I'm going to go with this. The one saying that I have always hated from the dawn of time, what happens in this house stays in this house. That is one of the most toxic lines I have ever heard in my life. Because you know why? It's not about the fact that you're telling your family's business. No, it's not about that. The problem is there's no healing happening. And so when you don't bring it to people's attention that their their behavior and their actions are making you uncomfortable or it's just unsuitable in general and it makes it hard to be around, you are basically advocating for their their behavior. And it's, I'm going to be honest, and at the end of the day, it may be hard to hear. And, it, and for anybody that's going through this right now, even if you're in a relationship, right, when you sit up there and you let your partner be mediocre or you let your partner be less than what you know that they can be, that is literally allowing them and accepting and advocating for their behavior, their lackluster behavior. I can't be that person. I'm going to stay on your ass like white on rice. Do you hear me? Because at the end of the day, if I love you, then I know that you can either I want to see change for you or I want to help you have that change that you deserve to see as long as you want that. But in the grand scheme of things, it'll never happen if you guys don't bring it to the light to the family. It can't be just a we got to pull back hanging out from every once in a while because they don't solve problems. This is not a situation that's a band-aid that you could put on and we'll reconvene later. No, this is a situation where this has been a lifestyle for them. She literally said in this sentence, she said, I'm tired of his parents because they are racist, homophobic, and fat phobic. And then she said, in quotations, might I add, which is very hurtful to me because I'm a big girl. That is your life right now. There's no telling. Here's at the end of the day. Let's be real. If you don't want to lose weight, you don't want to change your image, that's fine. But you shouldn't have to be hackled or you shouldn't be made to feel smaller because you don't fit an image of somebody else's vision of you when you already have a vision for yourself, right? And so that's the reason why I'm saying that this needs to be an actual sit-down discussion. This ain't no coffee conversation. This is a meal conversation because I need you to be able to have something in your stomach so you can easily digest what I'm about to give you. It's a lot harder to break somebody's, you know, feelings when it's on the empty stomach. Baby, take somebody out to eat, whatever you got to do, and have the conversation that needs to be had because this is something that is not okay. 
And on top of that, you can't, you can't just think about yourself anymore. You have a little person that's watching your movements. And this is why I tell people all the time, your kids deserve the best version of you. And I mean that wholeheartedly. And what I mean by that is a happy version of you. I would have took a single happy mother compared to a mother that was trying to create an ideology because society brainwashed her to believe that she had to have a man in order to become successful or order to have a successful loving life, right? And it creates this nuance that you have to have this, have to have this, when you may not even have yourself together mentally in order to be able to have that. Because that's what happens when you continue to pick wrong people, when you continue to ignore some of the red flags or some of the cues that they're trying to hide from you and different things like that. So in the real reality of it is you have to break that generational curse that sometimes is placed on your shoulders that seems like a fucking boulder to carry but at the end of the day if anybody else would have got it they would have fumbled the bag the society will brainwash you into thinking that your situation is not something that could be changed by you and it can be you may not be able to control what your parents feel about it how they're going to look at it his parents for the matter but you can control what goes on in your house and in your mind and your body and your spirit and if you know all this don't sit right, I don't, mm-mm, you ain't got to deal with it. You ain't got to deal with that. That ain't, mm-mm. That shit is for the birds. And even the birds said fuck that and went south for the winter. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you ain't got to deal with that. And I think it's sad and it's tragic, especially because of the fact that they are going to probably miss out on opportunities of being a part of you and your husband's life and also your t- your daughter's life because there are memories to be created and to have. But when a person has a uh, a challenging heart or a challenging view of life, it makes it a lot harder to want to do life around them. You know what I'm saying? And and I really think about that a lot because there's been things that I had gone through in my life and, you know, a circle of friends that I've had at once upon a time. And at one point, I just wasn't their cup of tea anymore because of the person I was at that time in my life. I wasn't a bad person or anything like that. I was a troubled person because I was I was not vulnerable. And I look back at that now and I really realized that even though I could paint them out to be the bad guys, I could say, oh, they abandoned me when I was at this point in life. I, I I gave them every opportunity and room to do that because I never was fully vulnerable with them because I didn't even realize that that was not something that I could comprehend for myself. I could comprehend it for others all day long. And I could see when a person lacked vulnerability or emotional intelligence, but my ass couldn't see it from, you know, a mile away when it came to my own self. And I had to sit in that and I had to realize that and move forward and and do the work that needed to be done. But nobody else could do that for me but me. And that's the reality of it. When people, you know, bring stuff to your attention, even though, of course, the story I'm talking about with my own situation could have been handled differently. You know what I'm saying? It could have been handled better. But at the end of the day, did it need to be said? Yeah, yeah. Did it need to be done in some form or fashion? Yes. And am I a better person because of it? Hells yes, because I take vulnerability to the utmost importance. And that's the reason why I am so transparent on this platform. And I just keep it all the way. One thousand, three thousands if you're Andre, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, it, it hurts to see that we're in 2023 and you still have people that choose to be in this embodiment of mindset and feel like this is what the answer is. Cause it's not, 
is really not. And it's really sad because I even thinking about that sometimes for my own mother. So, for example, talking about her life story and whatnot, she's been married four times. And it hurts my heart to see that my mother will never have an opportunity to do life with a partner, like where it's not complicated. I tell people all the time, this is what makes no sense to me. I'm going into another segue of, of, of the conversation because, you know, sometimes ADHD just does that. Shout out to all my people with it. Love y'all. Um, this is what's crazy to me uh, in, in the grand scheme of things, right? You don't have to be with anybody. You don't. You really don't. But it's something about it, knowing that you have somebody in your corner to do life with because sometimes life will have you messed up in a handbasket have you all the way fucked up and ready for you to just be like you know what pull this ghetto ass planet over let me off okay right now and the fact of the matter is honestly with me being with my boyfriend I can honestly say this is my longest relationship I've been in and it's been my most trying relationship emotionally because realistically I don't mean that in a bad way but a lot of times when you get to a certain point of working on yourself as an individual, going through your healing journey, going through those things. This shit is ugly as hell sometimes. And a lot of times you get to a point where you meet a person that will challenge your way of thinking about life because sometimes you need to be challenged. When you're by yourself, who gonna check you? I don't know who said it, but who gonna check me, boo? You know what I'm saying? Like that that's your mentality. You feel untouchable by others even though life is whooping your ass like a snare drum. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a mindset of where you become so balled up and so basically inside of yourself to where you, you only rely on your opinion and your, your viewpoint of life in order to get the answers or get, get things done. And that's not the healthy way to go about it. And I realized at one point in my life, I was going down that journey because I had been single for like five years. I dated here and there, you know what I'm saying? And, and here's the thing. I'm going to keep it a buck again, going off the subject. Anybody else, if y'all want to put it in the comments, feel free if you agree with me or this or not. If we didn't even make it six months, that is not a relationship. That was a test run. That was a that, that was a starter pack. That was the trial series. Try again in seven days. You know what I'm saying? If you want to keep your, your subscription, put your email in. That's one of those situations. If I can't even make it with you like longer than two months or anything like that at all, and it's like literally we're still just trying to figure each other out and it's still problems. Come on now. That's not a relationship. A real relationship is where y'all go through things and y'all are still willing to do it together. Despite the fact that sometimes you just want to, you know what I'm saying? You want to fight each other half the time. And because it might be, and I don't mean in a toxic way, because I mean like, well, your partner do little niches and things that get on your nerves, but you still love them because it's like this motherfucker gets on my nerves, but I would, I, I I swear to gosh, if anybody else tried them, I would fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those things. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense, if that makes sense. <laughs> but, no, seriously, it's it's something to think about and, and something beautiful to me, being in a relationship where you got a person that's willing to fight with you, willing to love on you, willing to do life with you despite all the things that are already going on in life as it is right because life is pretty ghetto life is life and out here okay i can you're preaching to the choir on this one when i say this life be lifing okay because i tell you when i tell you i feel like life got hands and i've been going a couple of rounds and i don't think i hit that bitch yet <laughs> it is the truth 
but no, you guys, I just want to say to my cousin, Julie, if you are hearing this, baby, we send you nothing but love, nothing but hopes and nothing but prayers, because I hope you and your husband find that, that beautiful ground to where you can have that difficult conversation that needs to be had, because it's got to be more than we need to cut back on hanging out with you guys. There has to be a deeper level of conversation because when you keep the situation surface level, the problem is truly never getting solved. That's the reality. And so as difficult as it may be, you're going to have to have that conversation, not even just for the sake of your mind and his, but for the sake of your daughter's future. Because you just never know the environment that can be the environment she can grow up in if you have an opportunity to change it, you know, because it's got to be more than just your household that has the effect that it needs because you don't want her grandparents to never be a part of her life. I'm sure that's not what you want, despite the the situations that they may have put y'all through. But you got to have some type of common ground because at the end of the day, that's y'all's baby. That's something that you two created together out of the love that you have for each other. And that's something that's sacred. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Now, of course, you guys, this was a, a wonderful time, but you know, I got to head out, you know, like, you know, like you do, you know, but of course, keep in mind, if you guys want to get your, your story read, your questions answered on the podcast, make sure you email the Asher cousin, C-U-Z-Z-I-N at gmail.com. Go ahead and shoot those emails. Or if you prefer, and if you're comfortable, find your girl on the ground with Tiki Talk. You know what I'm saying? I get you in there either way. Just let me know you would like me to air it out on the show. Also as well, again, you can find your favorite cousin. Again, I know I'm your favorite on TikTok at LadyPainted90. And you can find your girl on the ground at LadyPainted underscore MUA. And if you're in the city of Shreveport, you could just find me around. Pretty much. Normally at home. <laughs> can these streets be real out here okay but no of course you guys i want to wish you happy days happy thoughts and always happy living be easy how did nikki do that she lasted so long doing that like she just ee, i'm mm-mm, i feel like jacquees for a second anyway you guys be easy <laughs>